So today's guest on the Keener Yoga podcast is Ross Stambaut. Now, Ross is an incredibly warm and kind individual. I have a pleasure to connect with over this strange period that we call the pandemic. Uh, his online connection is just as he is, incredibly warm, gentle, kind, and he's unique. He's an art teacher by day, um, and especially unique because he's holding down quite a high level of practice and a high level of social media as well. I'm sure you'll agree. So due to the nature of his work and generally only having summers free due to his teaching capacities, he's gone to Mysore to Saraswati for many years, who teaches over the summer in Mysore, in lieu of Shurat. And so the podcast, and then we spent quite a bit of time talking about Saraswati and his experiences in Mysore with Saraswati and his experience of assisting. Also meeting David Roche, who we had the pleasure of interviewing on a previous podcast. And uh, exploring how his impressions of Mysore and his impressions of his own practice have developed, shifted since he used to kind of do do a something like do our primary series after a twenty mile bike ride there there and back in a four days work, and then rush out to judo class. So really, you know, he has a very strong work ethic that he's uh, he's been grappling with. <laughs> so as well as coming from this prodigiously athletic background, he's equally uh, adjusted in philosophy. And over the last five years, particularly pranayama as well. So he's increasingly focused on developing his pranayama practice. So I'd say hang on to the later part of the podcast when he talks more about that and you can find out more about developing your own. But simply, Ross is an all-round nice guy and it was a pleasure to interview him um, and get to know him a little more, albeit by proxy online. And he's teaching actually numerous workshops in person over the summer in Europe. I know Spain and Turkey for one, so please check him out if you get the chance. He's definitely worth going to and seeing and studying with. So if you've benefited from this interview any way, in any way at all, please consider uh, donating to us. Any little donation helps, any amount is appreciated and you'd be surprised how much work goes into these or maybe you wouldn't. Anyway, don't forget also to review us on iTunes and if you have any words of suggestion or recommendations for other people you'd like to see here interviewed, then please get in touch. So without further ado, welcome Ross to the Keenan Yoga podcast. So welcome, Ross, to the Keenan Yoga podcast. Thanks for coming on. Uh, thanks for having me. Do you just want to say a very basic uh, introduction to your story of how you got into yoga? It's kind of quite interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, my name is Ross Stamball. I'm an authorized Ashtanga yoga teacher, and I've been practicing Ashtanga uh, for 20 plus years. Uh, and I was, um, to answer your question, I was, I was walking down the street in Cincinnati, Ohio after college, didn't know what the hell I wanted to do. And, uh, uh I, I walked past a head shop, you know, they yeah, sell yeah. bongs and smoke and paraphernalia. And they had Richard Freeman on a little TV do pressing up into this handstand. And the start of his uh, his kind primary series, have, VHS. Agreed with that um, that kind of promotion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who knows? But, uh, <laughs> but before but that point, I, you were I already in, in a very very uh, movement based lifestyle, right? Like you were a professional swimmer yeah, and, and uh, yeah, judo was, uh, expert. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I got right. my ass kicked a lot. You got but, a scholarship for yeah, swimming, so I was. 
Mm. I, yeah, yeah, I got a scholarship for, for swimming. Um, that's that's a that's a good story behind that, but I'll save that for right. another day. Uh, again, I just I fell into it, but uh, anyway, yeah. Uh, Rich Friedman's doing this beautiful handstand, and I was looking for something to um, you know recover from all these injuries from these past uh, sports activities, and I grabbed it and I took it home and I plugged it in and. Uh, it's almost a two-hour video. It's an extremely long video. And Richard, you know how Richard goes really slow. So I started. I started it. Uh, I got through maybe half primary, uh, and I used that for uh, like years, hmm. uh, and until it broke. Until the VHS, I played it so many times. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, it broke. Uh, and, uh, after that, I started searching for people that taught or practiced at the time. This was 20 years ago. Oh, oh, so you never, you never had a established you never bothered finding a teacher yeah. till the DVD broke. You were quite happy with the VA, with the VHS, yeah. right? Yes. <laughs> quite happy with the VHS. Right. Uh, yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. How fast yeah. did you get, did you get, uh, did you and, get on uh, with it yeah. quite well? Did you make progress? Did you manage to do the press? Did you manage um, to follow your, the press up from Pastimotanasana? I, it, it took me, it took me another 10 years yeah, yeah. to figure that out. But, uh, yeah, I thought right. I made progress or I thought, you know, oh yeah, but I started right being able to touch my shins. Right. Uh, I couldn't even come close to the floor, but so strange, uh, isn't it? Yeah, I worked yeah. and worked and worked. Yeah. yeah. And now I can, you I can, can put my palms on the floor. Good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's still, I still struggle. Sure you but, don't. Uh, yeah, it, um, it, it, it certainly set me up for a lot of success and, and certainly gave me uh, perspective in the, the long term. Are, we, are we you doing that every day? Because I know also, interestingly, actually, one particular um, aspect of, of your your story, as it were, that interests me is the fact that you are actually a, a full-time art teacher as well. So you're not like a, you know, you're not yeah. just a yoga teacher. And so, you know... And so you're holding down a job and doing this, which I find very impressive, actually. And and you know, were, were you well, doing you. that every day? Were you practicing every day to the VHS, or and with and with your job as well? Yeah. well you were able to kind of fit fit it all in. Yeah, what I I I, I kind of came at it uh, over. Uh, I I was all, always over um, over scheduled. So my day would be I'd get up in the morning and ride my bike. 12 miles to work. I would work. I'd, I would come home. I would put the VHS tape in and do half of that. And then I'd rush off to judo um, because I was, I was training in judo and I was trying to uh, get into the, the, uh, a larger circuit, you know, the regional circuit uh, and, and, and try, to, try to be competitive. So I had to keep my conditioning as high as possible. That's just crazy. Uh, and in, but I was going to say yeah, to that, that yeah, it was crazy. And I kind of think my, my training yeah. is crazy sometimes, but that that is that is crazy. So you were doing that four yeah. like a four days work, riding twelve miles there and back, doing a half primary, and then straight off to judo. Are you expecting yeah, to? How long were you expecting it. to live on that? You were yeah. about five <laughs> years expect life expectancy on that kind of diet, haven't you? Right. That's that's insane. Right. right. So. Uh, I, uh, I, I thought like anybody would, um, in your, your early twenties is more is more. Yes. 
Uh, and uh, I wasn't putting things quite in perspective, especially not not the my training. I was I was just trying to explode every day. You know, I was just you know there was always like I could always push, uh, but that that was with uh, not necessarily discernment in myself. It was. A, a constant criticism. Yeah, I was going to say, what is, what is uh, it? That, that, that I is have. some serious over-motivation, you know? I mean, and I notice when I'm, you know, I'm getting quite into the cycling here in France, so I'm doing a bit of cycling and, you know, and I notice there's a certain drive, you know, and I'm wondering, you know, and I constantly question, what is it that you're pushing up these hills so hard for, you know, what's making you, you know, what's inside you that, you know, I mean, for example, my wife doesn't have the push, you know, I think she's much more maybe balanced mm-hmm. than I, more sensible, you know. Um, to that end, you know, like what was it that what is it was driving you so hard that that you was you know because that's 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 some pretty hard pushing there, right? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, I don't know. It was maybe uh, in some insecurities, the uh, possibly uh, the misunderstanding of how to be. Um, how to be okay with yourself. I, I wanted more, you know, I wanted, and, and I, and I knew how to work. So I wanted to, to see if more work would, would result in, in a bigger payoff. Uh, it just led to me being exhausted and injured <laughs> and, and, um, and grumpy. Right. And so I can't uh, imagine that. So 22 yeah. years later, it may, uh, it may have calmed down a little bit. Right. I almost the same age as me, I think. Um, well, that is good because you can't keep going like that forever. Um, and so, you know, come, kind of coming forward then with the yoga, how how did you transition to, I suppose, are you still doing judo? Well, you, no. Uh, no, right, okay. no, no. no I got, I got okay, injured. Right, yeah. you know, they're, they're too yeah. strong. They're too tough. Right. So how did you kind of transition? Yeah. You, could, you could actually go and fight Michael Badu, couldn't you? He's, he likes a bit of martial arts. <laughs> um, maybe we could line up a, a kind of Ashtanga match at some point. Um, well, so how did it transition then to, to the yoga and who, and who I think you, you learned with Taylor, was it? Or other or other teachers in, in Ohio, Columbus, Ohio? And then tell me about how you yeah. went over to Mysore because obviously you're authorized by Saraswati, I, th- I believe. Um, so it's, Yep, so student yeah. of Saraswati, and you've been going for a number of years. So I really want to hear about that. Sure. So uh, yeah. yeah, just give us a little narrative okay. of how uh, you did the, did all that. <laughs> yeah, I um, I was riding. You know, I'm a, I love riding motorcycles, and uh, unfortunately, I was riding with a friend who was I killed, heard that. Yeah, and yeah. Um, and uh, we had these great plans. You know, uh, let's travel across country. Let's do this. Let's do that. Uh, and uh, through after all that uh, stuff happened, I, I said, "Okay, well, what? Why am I wasting my? Why? What am I doing here? Why don't get get on with it?" Uh, and but the thing was visiting Mysore, going. You know, my my first couple of teachers, um, Matthew Darling out of, mm, out of Michigan, you know Matthew, yeah. simply said, simply said, well, "What? You know, what's what's stopping you? You know, he he said you should go." Um, but uh, but like anyone, I thought I needed to finish third series. That's crazy, I had to isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, yeah. I mean, yeah. I had the same thing. It was kind um, of like putting off and off my store, and then the more you put it off, the bigger it becomes as a kind of kind of monster, yeah. you know. And then everyone's coming, everyone's exactly. coming back and saying, "Oh, I, 
they've come back and they've 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 not even um, completed a primary series or you know they've only been doing it for years. Somehow they've had the confidence to go off and do it, you know. And then you know I don't yeah. know that's crazy because yeah, I had exactly the same experience. I didn't go for like maybe. I've been practicing 10 years, I think, before I went to Mysore, which, which always makes it really uncomfortable because then, especially with your practice with Shrats, you're back to square one, whatever you've done, you're back to just trying mm-hmm. to get through primary there, you know? Um, yeah. Right. Yes. And, and, uh, and of course, I, I went injured, but I went with a competitive mindset. Like, I, you know, if you're a, if you're a competitor, you, you compete. If you're injured, if you're not injured... If you sign up, you go and you fight, or you go and you you compete. So that, that was my what, my. What, set. Um, so what are the, I, the are the injuries? The same injuries or different injuries? Uh, at the time, it was a, a back right. injury, right. Uh, and uh, yeah, I have a good story about that too. So uh, you're welcome yeah, to um, it, divulge whenever you want. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sure. So we. Um, we're, okay, so yeah, go, go into Mysore, um, and I, I go in the summer because I'm a school teacher and I have the summers off. So um, Shrat wasn't teaching, and but Saraswati was, and uh, Saraswati is much more reserved. She has a very Indian approach, mm. so I always feel like she stay, She has Ashtanga like firmly in the past, yeah, where Shrat is trying to pull it into the future. I heard you say that, the Taylor uh, podcast. Is it interesting? It's a, that's an interesting yeah. idea. Yeah. She's definitely, I mean, she's teaching it, from what she learned from Batabi Joyce and trying mm-hmm. to keep it like that. Whereas, and, uh, and, and she, she was, uh, she was authorized by uh, Krishnamacharya. Yes. And that's, yeah. That was her, her mm. background. So uh, she's, I don't think often she, uh, give, is given credit for mm, her journey. People don't know that she actually learned from Krishnamacharya. You know, yeah, yeah, and they don't all. You know, they she's quiet, so she doesn't. She won't take the accolades that have been given to her. She's been awarded just, awards from India, yeah, absolutely, and, and other and teachers. Aside, she was is at the time I believe that Krishnamacharya was just teaching like a ladies' group. Is that right? A girls' group, girls. Yeah, I can't speak on I that. I think um, he was. I kind of heard from someone else. It's like, it was, yes, yeah, so like a, a room in a temple. I think they had a room in a temple he would go and it would just be, you know, kind of girls and women and, you know, yeah. But I was, yeah, I didn't realize that it was actually that she had learned directly from Krishnamacharya. So actually, you know, the same as Patabi Joyce, but probably, a, you know, obviously a number of years later. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, I go and... Um, I met some just beautiful people, un- unbelievable people. And what, what, and so I go in first day, uh, and you know, I'm killing it. I'm getting my sun salutations. I'm, you know, I'm doing my thing. Uh, and, uh, and I look around and, you know, that it's a room of maybe 70 people. Seven, 70. At the time, you know, 70, yes. Yeah, I didn't know she was, so, that, she, she was that big. Oh, no, she's in the, she's in the main show, isn't she, in the summertime? She's oh, in okay. the, yeah, 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 yeah. But they have two or three, they have two or three shalas there. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, well, a few things hit me. First of all, I, I raised my hands and very first breath, I said, man, I don't need to be here. I know this. I, I mean, I know this practice already, um, but I want to be here. You know, I, I want to learn the it wasn't necessarily about the uh the physicality of it because i i knew that but the smells the 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 chance that just being there the visceral feeling was uh i was looking forward to that 
And the more I got to know the people that were working to my left and to my right, these people are, are unbelievable. Uh, you know, I, I, next cancer survivor to my left, uh, person to my right suffered loss of their family. And they were, they were using yoga, uh, not the same way I was, I was using ego yoga. Uh, and they were using yoga to, um, to come to terms with some heavy life experiences. And it, it, that alone, that was, that was it. I said, Oh shit, I'm, I have, I'm immature about the way I understand this practice. Uh, and it, it took me a while. That first whole trip, I was listening to these basic, ordinary, run-of-the-mill people use this practice uh, at a whole different level uh, that, that I was exposed to. Um, so it, it was great. Mm, mm. And what did you take away from, and you said you, you kind of knew the practice, but there was something else that you, because I had that experience as well in my soul, you kind of felt like when you're there, suddenly it all made sense in a different way. And you're doing the same thing, mm -hmm. but the way that it's counted and the pauses, and I always thought the kind of staccato nature, the count, the count, whereas previously I had I'd kind of learned it as more almost like a kind of choreogra yeah, choreography, like a kind of the way that it was counted in a rather abrupt manner made me realize that it was posture separated by a vinyasa. It was very much like, okay, there's a yoga posture and here's a vinyasa, right? It was before it all seemed to kind of run together in a way, you know, it was, mm -hmm. it was just a big change of mindset when I got there. And yeah, I mean, it turned, yeah, it turned, I, I always, people would say, well, you know, what did you learn? You know, like, or did you, you know, like, what did you, how did you progress in your practice? But it's a, it's a, it's a weird kind of type, type of progression really you get. It, it's a, yeah, you get, you get the Eastern flavor of it. And, uh, this, so the same as a Western, I was, I was, um, asking the same questions, like, where's the precise moment in, in Dway, do you oh, yeah. stop the <laughs> yeah. inhale yeah. and where, how do you press into you you know, the, the that She would have enjoyed that. I'm sure. Oh, yeah. I love it. Yes, yeah, so have you asked her? Her English gets really yeah, bad yeah. after that. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And, uh, and it was it wasn't until later until I you know learned that oh yeah it's just a performance piece. Primary is just a performance piece for people who's watching. It's not uh, it, it's not the learning uh, part. The the Mysore is the learning part. So uh, yeah uh, yeah those questions are. Uh, I, I, so with those questions, I, I learned to ignore those questions for myself. You know, I don't need to, I don't need to answer those questions for myself anymore. And it, it, be, it started to become my goal after my first trip was how, how, how do I simplify this that I can do it every day? How can, how can this benefit in the least amount of work? Right? Like, why am I kicking my ass three hours a day to, to get this much benefit that it just, just didn't seem like a fair exchange of energies. Uh, so I had to reevaluate it, come to terms with it. Uh, and, uh, did you manage to loosen, loosen up? Did you sort out your injuries? <laughs> did you, did you like, I, I did, yeah. I did. I, I kept those injuries for a long time for years. Um, 
at the back and because I was convinced that that yoga would would resolve it. You know, keep on practicing, mm. the injuries will go away. Maybe. All they did was <laughs> exacerbate. Yes, yes. Uh, so my fourth fourth trip, maybe fifth trip, um, I was walking up the hill to go back to my place and my back was in so much pain, I dropped my bags and I literally started crawling up the hill. I crawled up the steps uh, and said, oh, I'm done. And I got on the phone and I called my mom and I said, mom, I'm, I'm going to have to come home early. Do you mind picking me up at the airport? I, I, I can't come for a couple of days, but I'm going to try to arrange it. Uh, and uh, so I called another friend that was there at the time. She was a massage therapist and she didn't believe me. I said, Hey, I'm in bed. I'm in, I can't get out of my bed. Can you come help me? And she said, uh, you know, she just dismissed it. Uh, and about a day later, 24 hours later, I call her back. I'm like, I'm still in bed. I need your help. She came, she came over and worked her magic and I, I stayed. It was, it was unbelievable. Hmm. I, I mean, I went from a hunched position to a standing position. Uh, uh, it was, it was amazing. Uh, we we um, need a number. We yeah, <laughs> I'm happy, I'm happy yes. to, to provide it. She's in Michigan right now. Okay, okay, it sounds great. And yeah, she. Uh, and then um, I continued. I came back. I I found another physical therapist, uh, and I I knew I this was this goes back to when I was in my twenties. Mm. The harder you push, the the more benefit you're gonna get. Mm. Uh, so that, again, that mindset. I said, grind, mm. you know, you're going to do it. Uh, but I, but then that got me into more strength-based Yeah, movement. I was going to so say, I, you're, do, you're I, doing I that now, right? You're doing the weightlifting now. In a way mm -hmm. that's not, yeah. I mean, not, you're still kind of trying to keep it simple, but you're adding weightlifting. But that's, yeah. 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 Uh, and so, I, what I had to do was in my asana practice, I had to figure out how to chill out and I had to l lose the, the physicality of it and, and kind of listen to how to move my body. Mm. Uh, and my injuries greatly shrunk with the, the strength-based movement. Right. And so you'd recommend it. I, yeah, it works for me. <laughs> no, it's it works for saying, me. Are they, you know, so, well, you know, <laughs> yeah, right. It, it, yeah. it works. It, well, it, it uh, works for me for a few reasons. Uh, it works for me because I have time yeah. to, to dedicate to mm -hmm. it, and it and it works for me um, because I I just so very much enjoy it. So, right, right. what to give advice to people who have kids? Uh, yeah. They said, "Well, how do, how do I do it? I have kids." I said, yeah, you I don't. Uh, what do you want to recommend picking yeah. up those free weight bars, like doing like a could, what does it call it? The, uh, the snatch, just the uh, yeah. Yes, that you looks, pick that, up your baby or something. Oh, that, yeah, that looks crazy and lethal if you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. So don't do that. Don't try and snatch a bar with huge weights over your head, um, <laughs> yeah. unless you're a Ross. Well, I, I always, uh, I always suggest that to people with and it your helps, family. As a, what, what does it help in your back? Right, like let's let's think about this. Like, how does yeah, it? Well, how, how does that help you? It 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 makes me well specifically. It stabilizes the my core right. uh, a lot of the times i i misinterpreted a strong core with like a, a movement core like so it stabilizes it specifically the uh, uh applying weight you know so i if you have the right tension in the right movement with uh, then then the 
the movement becomes beneficial. If, if the wrong tension is in the wrong area at the wrong time, mm. it becomes so, detrimental. Do you have a trainer for that as well? Uh, there is a there is a, someone who runs the class. VHS. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't know if VHS, they don't even make VHS yeah, anymore. Yeah, do they? I, don't I don't think so. But, you could probably get a machine somewhere. Um, yeah, maybe. Right. So and then, you know, and you're doing that every day or a few days a week. Just you know, it's always uh, interesting I to see what it. people are doing supplementary to practice. Yeah. We're always so told I, not I to do anything. It. You know, I don't know whether you yeah. probably didn't get that from Saraswati so much, but certainly back in the day with Sharat, it was like you know you don't don't even. Don't even walk to post a letter because that'll tighten you up, you know. And certainly, if you're riding a bicycle, you're, you know, that's just finished your yoga, you know. That's, yeah, yeah. You know I, I, I knew I, people who would, who would, it, well, you know, where the, the hill is at the, yeah, at the main shallow. They would get on their scooter yeah, yeah. and they would literally drive three yeah, I, houses down to park because yeah. they didn't want to walk. I, yeah, it's crazy. Just, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, to, uh, be so quite, my, to be patiently honest, I'm on the bike every day now after yeah. those fears were injected into me years ago. I do about 20 miles a day, I reckon, and uh, I'm only, uh, it's only helped my yoga practice. So yeah. don't, don't be afraid yeah. of moving, people. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, only helps there, you. Like, no, just don't run because running stiffens the body and it's uh, terrible for the joints and, yeah, useless for yoga practice. Being, but, being stressed out at a job. Yeah, I think and, stiffens the body more than that. And that, yes, yeah, yeah. Don't don't be so, stressed. Don't yeah, be stressed. I, but so, did, I was going to say, did, did Saraswati teach you to? Did to, what? What did she teach you in terms of an attitude? Because I mean, many people that are listening to this won't know Saraswati and and her attitude and perspective that she encourages, which is different, you know, to to you know the Sharakti's Sharla, you know. Yeah, her her. She's a a woman of few words, and she has this great ability to uh, be gentle and kind, but also kind of be be fierce. Yes, Uh, and 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 the name alone kind of name alone kind of brings with it this clout and this this energy. But she also loves to chant, and she will chant along with you, like. Some people would come in later and they would do the opening chant out loud and uh, everyone could hear, you know, we're all in the middle of our practice. But she would chant along with them and she would play some on her phone. Like when she got kind of bored with us doing Sun Sal, she'd go in her office and just play it and, and chant. And, uh, and she brought that, she brought chanting, you know, you should, you should chant this stuff. So we'd chant it. And uh, to, to me, she always seemed a little standoffish um but then i presented myself to her and i said yes you know thank you sir swati i I really appreciate my stay and then as soon as i did that you know she had this great smile and she engaged and she wanted to know things and and uh uh, so i think uh she was just being reserved partly i think it's just different different age brackets in terms of like maybe in terms of uh cultural Age, different age age mm-hmm. brackets for uh, you know how India's evolved with you know Shirat presenting a different face of you know a more modern India I think you know maybe because mm-hmm. I mean you know I had the same with Saraswati we years ago when uh, Patabi Joyce was still alive Shirat due to connections one way or another Shirat invited me and my wife Teresa 
upstairs to meet Savvy Joyce, ostensibly. He was very old and, and uh, pretty much, I think he was asleep or wandering around. He wasn't really with it. You know, he wasn't really very mm. lucid at that point. And anyways, we went up for coffee. This was an esteemed gesture at the time, right? You go up, you know. Yeah. So we were very nervous and we went up for coffee and, you know, sitting there, all pretty, you know, like make sure we wore a nice shirt or whatever, you know. And sitting there, but Savvy Joyce just kind of like wanders in and wanders out again. So that's that. Um, and then Shrat's there, but then Shrat decides he's not really interested either. So he's going to speak to the builders. The builders were doing something on the house. So he's sitting, you know, he's actually always been very democratic. So he's sitting down in a corner somewhere with the builders, uh, chatting with the builders, you know. And so the only person left there, I don't know why Sarah is even lingering with us as we're sat with the coffees. I think she maybe made the coffees, actually. Did she make the coffees or did Shrat's wife make the coffees? But anyway, so she sat there and ended up having this hour-long conversation with Saraswati, which is the only time I've really spoken to her in depth. And it was on food because I was a cook mm-hmm. in London and, and she loves to cook, you know. Oh, and she yeah. always told yeah, me, yeah. you know, like whenever we go abroad, she said, we don't really eat out. Uh, I always cook for Patavi Joy. I cook yeah, for Guruji, you know. No, we don't. You know, it's Brahmin food. And, uh, you know, and uh, and she was telling me all these recipes and all these, play, you know, like them. and it was a wonderful exchange, actually. But subsequent to that, um, whenever I've had her in the Charlotte, she's always just been quite brutal and in the back bending and, and tough and, you know, well, not brutal, but tough and, and austere yeah. And, 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 yeah, and reticent, no. yeah. But uh, there's yeah. definitely, I've definitely had a, a different experience yeah. of her that time when we, when we were upstairs for the, the kind of um, strange experience that was coffee in uh, meeting with Toby Joyce. Yeah. yeah, she she has she has this infinity and this love for her father that comes out every every time she she says the word uh and it almost brings tears to her eyes uh to see this passion that she has for this practice and the honor in which she delivers it which is <clears throat> straight to the point Toby Joyce style. <laughs> Yeah, uh, uh, it was very, very much like that. Yeah, the, yeah. Yeah. So mm. some of the older students that uh, I've had the pleasure to work with, um, David Roach, you had on yeah, yeah. your podcast, yeah. uh, mm. a dear, dear friend, mentor mm-hmm. <clears throat> of mine, would often describe how <clears throat> um, Saraswati and Tavi Joyce their similar similarities between that. So it's great. Yeah. Did she ever? Did anyone ever? mention the Batavi Joyce situation and what was her reaction to it? Did you ever get any feedback from that? I mean, that must have been something that came up at some point, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I was there in the summer where the Me Too movement was really popular and some teacher or some students there uh, were very frustrated uh, and uh, with it and they did present it to her uh, in a group. Right. Uh, So we were having a, we were having a conference Mm -hmm. and um, it was shocking. It was, it was heartbreaking to see her reaction Mm. to it Um, because she wasn't at the time, she didn't know anything about social media. You know, she Mm. was, I I think uh, I'm sure she received some of that information, but it it wasn't so direct. Um, Mm. And uh, she, it was, it was it was it was really hard for her to respond because she responded as a daughter. So even after late into her seventies, uh, she responded personally to it, and it, it it was it was heartbreaking to see that. What did she say? 
well, she found it to be ridiculous uh, and uh, and um, dishonorable, I guess. Right. Um, she and she um, she she didn't want to discredit the, what they were saying or the feeling of it, but she responded as what a daughter would when uh, a, a parent would be. Yeah, yeah, defensively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I never knew to, how her, her stance on it. Obviously, we've seen she had to yeah. try a couple yeah, of things. She, yeah, she yeah. has made she's made right. mention of yeah, it she, a few right. times. Okay. In uh, you know their their famous visit to New York and. Um, uh, and other places, I, I know that she's made made mention of it um, uh, for the benefit of women, for the the, the situation. Um, so, um, but at, at that time, it was it was personal. Mm-hmm. So she shared she also shared her what what her personal thoughts were of it. Um, mm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, where I mean, where are you teaching from now? From I mean. Do you see yourself as any different? From, dif- from any- the heart, I hope. <laughs> you know? Are you any different as a teacher, do you think, from people that have been taught by Shirachi? Or, or you know, would you see there is a discrepancy between the way you teach and and, and when uh, you're going to Charlotte's and teaching people that have been, you know, that are Shirachi students? No, uh, I like to think I, I teach uh, the same. Uh, I mean, there's only so many ways you can count primary. There's only so many ways you can adjust and Kaputasana, you know. Uh, but I like to think that I we we assisting a smaller group. You, you yeah, imagine yeah. you so, would be yeah yeah. So yeah, a lot yeah. of times you get there and that, yeah, that's you start building clout a little bit by, by assisting in the shala, and so but typically Saraswati style, Saraswati style, she just looks at me. She says, "Tomorrow you come early." Uh, that means you come early to help assist later. Uh, so I said, oh, all right, I'll do that. And this is week, the second or third trip, third trip. Uh, and, uh, my, my health starts to decline rapidly because of the diet and the change and the, and everything. Well, the funny thing is to go to India and you find out you're never so unhealthy really. Cause you don't walk anywhere. Yeah. You're on a scooter. You're yeah. eating not necessarily the best. You're in this heat all the time and sweating like depletively. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and then you go well, you come back home and people say where have you been you look you know you look terrible yeah. <laughs> well i've been yeah, trying really, to do something I, you know i feel good yeah, yeah <laughs> so, a bit strung uh, out but you know <laughs> my first uh yeah my first day to assist with her uh prior to that you know i i i taught in a little shallows i didn't have a lot of experience but i had enough to kind of know what i was doing and uh and i had a good feel for the body i had years and years of judo so i knew how to move people's bodies. Uh, so I go and I, I change, you know, my clothes are drenched. So you have to put a totally new outfit on. I go out and I, I step out of the men's room and she shouts at me, you, I don't think she even knew my name. You help her. And, uh, this girl was, was going into uh, Padmasana and trying to work her arms through. And I totally fuck it up. You know, I, I try to pull the arm through and she falls down and she, we're right by the, like the altars. So, you know, she almost says that and she's like, no, 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 no. And she comes over and, and helps and kind of gives me this stern, like, look. And this goes on maybe the first time, you know, the whole week. So every time I, I fuck up, 
make a mistake. Oh, she's shouting at me across the room. You don't even know what you've done wrong. I had that so many times as well. Like, <laughs> yeah. You're being shouted at. You can't really understand why. You think you maybe start to get to, oh, is it that? You do that? It's No, it's not that. You go out, you come in. You're like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah so I, I, uh, you just stick to the base. I'm like, okay, I'll stick to the basics. And, um, you know, eventually it eases up. Uh, and the best part was afterwards, she, she waves you into the, your office or her office and she gives you a little cup of coffee. Oh, really? We didn't get that. I should, yeah. I should have gone there and get a co- yeah, coffee. Wow. You get a little coffee, yeah. but this is after, this is after two hours of practice and two hours of adjustments. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And two hours, you do two and, hours. I don't think we did two hours. She, well, I we would, I would stay until right, she right. dismissed. Because you're like, how am I? I'm never going to have an opportunity like this again. So you would stay. I'd right, stay as okay. long as she would let me. Yeah. Uh, and then, then you know, mop the floors. I'd do anything she said. You know, she could tell me take take this hammer and then hit yourself in the head with it. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> you really, was, you really was, felt of her like like a, a deep teacher. Let's say. Uh, I think she has an understanding. Her timeline is much slower and broader than I mine her timeline is like I'll, I'll show you one thing maybe three months later if you finally get it i'll, I'll tell you the also, I mean, it's also it's kind of interesting for someone who with such a, a body ability who's always had a movement background you're taking physical instructions on how to do postures etc from an elderly lady who hasn't practiced yoga for we think well you know to any degree of dynamic you know dynamism at least mm-hmm. probably for 50 60 years at least probably, but, there's yeah. But, yeah, but there's something in the instructions physically that you you know you would go i mean right what is it well i i i give her like if you look at like olympic gymnast coaches they're all fat fat men <laughs> you know and they're working with someone who's 90 pounds so i what drew me First to Saraswati's eye, she has an incredible eye for for body movement, and she. Uh, I remember the first row, the this lady, this uh, Russian lady or something, her you know easily doing fourth series. I mean, her movements were perfect, and Saraswati just kind of like whoosh, moved around her and worked with the people that needed help, and I thought it was great how she, you know, manipulated egos. She's moving, she's working the room her way. And she's been in front of the best practitioners of yoga for what, 40 years? So n- nothing like the physicality of it doesn't impress her. Uh, but I, I, I see her and I watch her and she looks at the people that are there every day, that are struggling every day. And uh, she gives those people the attention. Um, because I think therein lies the integrity. Mm. Therein lies the work. Uh, so I, I took that. I noticed that, and I said, "Okay, I will, I will, I will make an effort to praise the students that are busting their ass." Because mm. um, well, they're not. You're right. I mean, they're still. I think definitely um, outside India. Um, we shan't say the West anymore, but just you know, generally in. in in, in the modern yoga studio, you still have uh, the preference of those students that are perceivably able, you know, and, you know, mm-hmm. and I hear this time and again, those people that feel that they're neglected because they haven't got a good enough practice that the teacher's interested in them, which is mm-hmm. evidently ridiculous, but I think it's still 
too often happens to be the case, you know. Yeah, uh, to mention something on that, I think you've mentioned this too. There has to be a buy-in and uh, and teachers have a sliding scale, but some teachers will take an absolute beginner and welcome them in and and give them all the energy they possibly can. uh, And then they're gone in two weeks. So, like, sometimes my, my, my scale kind of changes depending on, you know, what I, what I kind of feel. But, yeah, some, sometimes there's a buy-in that has to be uh, It's tricky, pursued. isn't it? I, I think, yeah. I don't know. I know, you know, I mean, it's impossible. But if you kind of think, well, you know, they've got to do their time in order for me to fully commit to them, you know, you might then, you know, kind of lose the possibility of a relationship with that student so i yeah i give 100 percent every time i just give as if they're going to stay and then they maybe don't and that's sad but you know yeah you you just gotta keep keep giving that energy out haven't you um yeah what about david David roche um i'll say something about david because he's a wonderful character and obviously we've had him on the podcast and he's um he's uh he's he's you know he's uh terminally he's an amazing person i love him Got yeah, so long, but he's a, yeah, he was a miraculous uh, kind of uh, his, person and his, to, to, to to listen to. Yeah, yeah. he yeah. Uh, he he was at the shala. My very first visit, uh, he was at the door, and he had a notebook in his hand, and he welcomed. Every, I I showed up like a week later, or whatever. So he knew as people were coming in. He hello, how are you? That was before you had to show him your card. Uh, hey, how are you? You know, thanks. And he would ask two questions of all the newbies. He said, what's your name? Where are you from? I said, uh, Ross, I'm from Ohio. And he looks at me and he says, Ross from Ohio. And he wrote it down. And he knew my name ever since. And the amazing thing is, is as everyone was leaving, he knew, he, he said everyone's name, Sylvia, wh- whoever. Good to see you. He, so as everyone exited, he said goodbye to them. Uh, and it was, it was, it was, and I knew right away. I was like, okay, from teacher. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and can imagine and that. he, uh, he was assisting and he, he, I mean, he had 40 years of, 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 of teaching and practice. So Saraswati would correct him and he had, he just had this humility that simply said, okay, yes. And even at, and so he would, be corrected and he'd keep on moving on. And I, I noticed that right away. I'm like, what, what, how humble it is to forfeit his, his, you know, line place in line and be taught, uh, even then. And, um, ever since then I, I was drawn to him. I wanted, he, he, he's one of the few people I knew at, at his age that would do primary and hit, his his practice ten years ago was was gorgeous, <laughs> and uh, he's a dancer. You know, he had these dancer legs, and 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 um, and then I hounded him uh, after that to teach me pranayama. And uh, this is a great way segue into pranayama. Uh, I kept on asking around pranayama, pranayama. That there is a sequence of pranayama that used to be taught. I want to learn this pranayama. Uh, but everyone would say, no, it's, it's too dangerous. You have to finish second series or you have to be proficient in third series or uh, I could teach you, but you'd go crazy. Uh, and I just, I, that just drove me to like, I want to learn pranayama. I was, I was kind of getting over the, the asanas a little bit. Uh, not, not to say I was bored of them, but I said, okay, there's got to be more 
more to it. This was this was also going into uh, after studying some of the sutras and and working with some of the scholars in Mysore. Uh, I just made it a purpose to find someone who's going to teach me pranayama. And, and David says, "Well, I I know pranayama." And I said, "The the sequence, the the six sequences that have been this behind it." He said, "Yeah, yeah, I, I can do it." So I said, "All right, will you teach me?" And he said, "Yeah, come over to my 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 apartment, and I'll and I'll and I'll teach you." And I said, "Great!" So I had one or two friends come with me, and we sat in a little circle, and he started discussing it. And uh, he, you know, he was taught under Patapa um, Joyce and, and Tim Miller, and a few others, and and he has a great influence of other yoga. Uh, mm-hmm. techniques behind it too mm-hmm. yeah he's, course, he's yeah. not just an ashanti mm-hmm. yeah. he, he's got mm-hmm. he's a he's a polymath of, of yogi mm-hmm. of yoga mm-hmm. stuff so just a great guy so he starts the count and he's like i have a metronome we're gonna do it this oh, way yeah, he liked the metronome yeah <laughs> and uh we started it and i hated it i hated every <laughs> second i said this is <laughs> the single biggest mistake i've made i've ever made <laughs> why, did why? It. It was it was just awful. I, I, Why? I the the constriction of the breath, the retention, right, used, right, right. Okay. The uh, yeah. just holding the breath, holding the posture. Um, right. But it, it was, I mean, how long how long ago was that? Because now, I mean, you're fully uh, into it, aren't you? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Five. five years ago, right, okay. Six years ago. Right. right. Um, seven. I don't. I don't know. But that was my first attempt. So I, I did it with him for a few weeks before I had to come home. And, you know, I, I thank you very much, David. I had a great time. As soon as I got home, I said to myself, oh, I'm never going to do this again. I, I'm happy with postures. I'll be happy. And then not until the last visit where I, I, I approached him again. And I said, hey, I've, I've had a terrible time with this. Uh, will, you, will you teach me again? And he's sure. So he gets the, the metronome out. He gets the the breath count, and I had to swallow my ego a little bit and said, hey, I, I can't do it at this level. Can we make it even easier, simpler? Uh, and he obliged uh, because that's just who he is and and how he, he kind of stopped and looked at, I remember he stopped and looked at me because I think he thought I could do it like physically. Mm. He kind of, and he, he, he paused. And he was and, doing it, was he? He was doing it he, he could do it, right. Okay. He could do it. And I think <laughs> Even he was, at like 17. Was, yeah. I think it was okay. like I was making him hyperventilate. I was asking him to to, to speed it up because I couldn't hold my breath that long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, he would, he would like, he would exhale, hold. And then as he was holding, he was trying to give instruction. And then he would stop and <laughs> he would, and I'm like, I can't hold my breath that long. Um, but as you know, as humble as he is, he stopped. He 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 processed. He's like, okay, how am I gonna get this this idiot to like <laughs> work? You know, work at it. So he slowed it down. He re- reconstructed like a good teacher does. And he said, okay, come back tomorrow. We'll do it again. And uh, ever since he did that, I said, why am I why am I physically fighting this? Why am I using the same physicality that I approached incorrectly, of course, with my asana? And why am I doing it to this pranayama practice? Where is this path going? Let's go into pratyahara. Okay. What? I don't. I don't even know what pratyahara is. It's a sense withdrawal. That's the. That's the only definition I 
working definition I've ever been given and I've ever given thought to. So as my as my understanding of Pratyahara kind of opened up and, and matured, then I saw the reason why pranayama was so important. And I saw the connection going from the gross uh, to the minute. Uh, and is it, do you just feel, I mean, is that your, your understanding of it? Is just simply a deeper uh, technique of sense withdrawal or, or, or has it changed your asana practice or has it, has it changed your nervous system, for example? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Certainly, it's done all of the above. Right. Um, right. It, it certainly has done all the above. And I'll say something more about that. Yeah, sure. So I, I kind of lost connection with with yoga at, at the, the term yoga. I was just doing asana. I was an asana student. And I thought through asana, it would somehow just magically fall into my lap and I'd wake up and like yeah. like everybody. You're not the only one. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> uh, and and uh, so I took to heart, practice, 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 all is coming in. Okay, I'll just practice and and not 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 show bhavana, not in, not encourage bhavana, you know, not encourage the willpower, the the the, the thought process behind all of this. So, um, and I was exhausting myself. I was tired, and I and I didn't want to be exhausted anymore. So, I started doing pranayama at work in my closet when the students were gone. I closed the door and started doing pranayama. It gave, it gave you energy. Yeah, yeah. I noticed that right, right. all of a sudden, all that, all the, because I work with middle school children, they're 12, mm-hmm. that, their energy is all over the place. So, I, was, mm-hmm. I constantly had to like not mm-hmm. be focused. Uh, so, I started to uh, doing pranayama. That's where I could fit it in. And I would open the closet and, and I could exhale. And truly, the light shifted and my body shifted and my 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 hectic uh first morning of the day kind of like just kind of and i could i could get through the second half of the day without being frazzled or frustrated uh and then i'm like wait why don't i apply this to my asana practice too so when i would get home uh and do start my asana practice i would think about the the pranayama i would think about breathing uh, and uh, how I could use pranayama or from sitting to pranayama and moving. Uh, the, the tension, the body tension is certainly different, but the attitude about calming the mind should remain the same. So I, I took the, the, that part uh, and I made the, the, the pranayama part first above the asana. And little mm-hmm. did I know or unbeknownst to me, uh, the asana got it, uh, became softer and easier. And the end range was, was not necessarily what I was striving for. It was, it was the pranayama that, that, that happened. And then the understanding of pratyahara started to blossom a little bit. Right. So well, I was going to ask you just as a kind of finale, what are your, what are your, um, and goals now in practice. What are your aims in practice? You know, you know yeah, kind of the, my, physically and, and non-physically. Well, <laughs> physically, I'm, I'm trying to maintain what I have. Right, you know, right. I'm trying to keep the injuries at, at the lowest point and, and keep the pleasure of asana at its highest point. Uh, and and recognize that uh, you know I can't do the asana forever. 
that has always been something I kind of pointed out. You can't do asana forever, but you can breathe forever or to your You can do asana. It's just a good, the, you know, you can't do asana if you take literally ashtanga yoga, you know, yeah, yeah. at face value. You can't do that forever, but right. you can do asana for, you know, right? Yeah. Like it's just a question of how you, you know, whether you can humble yourself to just let that, you know, soften a bit, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like one exactly. can, not you. Yeah, <laughs> one can. I try. Yeah, so I, with pranayama, I, I noticed this is a vehicle into pratyahara with this sense withdrawal. And a good, a good uh, motto that I've been, it's been rattling in my head around. Um, Professor Narasimha mentioned, I don't know, you know, but, uh, he says yoga is living your life at 200%, 100% externally and 100% internally. And the ability, yes. the ability Someone to. Someone else said that recently. Yeah. That's a good one, isn't it? Yeah, the yeah, ability yeah, yeah. to go from yeah. one side to the other with as little friction as possible uh, is, is my, my, my goal. Or even connect the two together, the internal world. Yeah. The subjective to the uh, apparently objective. Yeah, yeah. And that's, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. you know, I, I think of the sutras right away when descri- uh, the description of, of yoga. And it and all of that is spiritual understanding. Uh, so my, my new my new hobby or my new focus now is on, on some of the sutras. Yeah, I've um, seen that in your social media. It's, yeah. uh, it's great to see a bit more of that, and, right. and definitely check out Ross's social media because it's really really fun. And you know, there's a mix of yeah philosophy and asana and pranayama stuff. Oh, and you're doing a you're doing a manu- uh, a textbook on pranayama. I'm doing a, a a pocketbook. Okay. A pocket that yeah, so yeah. probably I'm yeah, a yeah. pocketbook. Um, I'm working with fantastic. some fantastic people up in Cleveland. Right. Uh, it's called right. uh, Yoga uh, Shanga Hub, and right. they're they're. I don't know. I again, I just fall into this. Uh, I called them and said, "Hey, I I have Word on my computer. Can you help me take this image and literally move it over here, like so I can print it off?" Right. Uh, and they looked at me and they go, "Just come up to Cleveland." And we'll we'll make a book for you, and I said uh, I don't I don't want to do that. No, and they said come up, so I came up, and little did I know I'm working with Sanskrit scholar, I'm working with a, a, a international graphic designer, I'm working with a production manager who is just the kindest woman. Uh, and they are they are really when, building this up. When's so. it going to be out? Uh, how will people be able to get I'm, it? I'm hoping it's out uh, by late uh, mid March, perhaps. We're on the final. Uh, addition uh there it's going to go back and forth but um Sounds yeah it's a real simple real simple uh 22 page book and it goes through the the traditional chants of pranayama and then the six um six techniques uh as presented by Patabi joyce to his students and uh so i'm, I'm hoping i'm, I'm keeping fantastic. within fantastic. the lineage yeah. to the best of my ability so uh so yeah so it's coming out all right, we'll look out for that. And just to wrap it up, Ross, you might have heard before, will give uh, give me a uh, inspiration and a guilty pleasure of yours. Uh, ins- inspiration. <laughs> uh, the insp- honestly, this may be cliche, but the students I, I meet, the Ashtanga students I meet, are truly just beautiful, unbelievably oh, like people. Yeah. And and whenever I sit in a room. I, I, I sat I sit in a room and I look around the room and I, I talk to doctors 
and lawyers and, and people that work with their hands. And I'm just in awe of their just their beauty and their ambition and their knowledge. And I, and I kind of say, like, how the hell did I end up here with, with these people? Uh, and and that's, that's really just a pleasure to, to feel that energy of people that do. I, I really like people that do. Uh, and a guilty pleasure. Boy, uh, I, I love sweets. Give me, give me, oh, really? give me a chocolate right. bar, and I'll eat three of them. So <laughs> that's why you're doing a lot of cycling, I, just to burn off a few calories, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, of course. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's been a real joy to speak to you finally after kind of befriending you on social media yeah. as these things go these days. And um, well, thanks for your time, eh? And my coming pleasure. on, it's been been really nice. Thank you. Yeah, Adam, my pleasure. So, um, 